Welcome to the debut episode, everybody. I'm Rob. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And this is Everybody, everybody in the, the Conference, conference room. room. Guys, the first episode of our new Office Watch Along podcast. How are you feeling right now? Here we go. I'm feeling really good. <laughs> I'm feeling really good. And I can't wait to, to do this more. Because who doesn't love The Office enough to want to do a podcast on it? I sit down to watch it for no reason at all. <laughs> That's pretty much what everybody does. Yeah, I just, uh, gosh. But, yep. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, hey, as, as I said, welcome to the show, guys. And, uh, hey, this is a the, the initial launch of everybody in the conference room. We're so excited to be doing that. We want to make sure that uh, the show gets off to a great start. So, please make sure you subscribe to the show. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show because that makes such a difference. And you can check us out on Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash anofficepod. That's A N office pod so uh also on all social media we're an office pod instagram twitter facebook office pod man we are with it that's right that so, we got uh, all the social media just come check it out but uh, so today in our initial launch episode uh, i just want to give you a little breakdown today we're going to break down episode one of the office we're going to take a look at jim's prank that he pulls in this episode we're going to give it a ranking we're the give, first one that's right we're going to give you some shroot bucks Shroot box. And put it, up, put it up on the leaderboard. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know if uh, if a lot of our listeners are Reddit users, but I hope you are because I over are at too. the uh, the Dunder Mifflin subreddit, there's just so much good content. So we're going to each bring a post from that subreddit uh, to the table, but at the end of the day, one of them will reign supreme. We're going to award them a Dundee. So that's nice. going to be awesome. So Adam, Andy. Yep. Am I incorrect in... Assuming that this is your first time ever podcasting, you could say it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he has a secret podcast somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I have a podcast that nobody listens to. I, I don't want to answer that aloud. It's just me talking to myself, <laughs> and I don't have any guests on, and nobody listens to it. Excellent. Okay. But, so, and that is very true of me, podcast virgin. Oh my Ooh. gosh! <laughs> so what you're saying Ooh. is, you've come to the master. Is that what you're saying, grasshopper? Ooh. The master. I, I, I that guess in, that is. Yeah, <laughs> a reference sure. to the episode, but it, it didn't go very well. Uh, okay, one so anyway, the, one of the first lines, isn't it? I yeah, mean, it is in the very first sixty seconds, Indeed. probably. It's, we'll get to it in the episode breakdown. But before we do, before we launch into this, maybe it's good for our, our listeners to get to know us a little bit. So, guys, tell me what is it about the office? Like, w- like we're not going to do this every time, but okay. as we initially start out on this journey, why the office? Why do you love the office? Why have you binge watched it a hundred times? What is it about the show that you just love so much? That is a great, great question. Andy, why do you love The Office? <laughs> He's passing exactly. the buck already. <laughs> okay, I do have to be honest. At first, I did not like The Office. It took probably why is two that? or three seasons. Michael used to make me mad. Like, he was so oh, yeah, yeah. oblivious and rude. I think I even remember cussing at the TV for a few times and being like, what? Because he's so, like, okay? emotionally unintelligent. Yeah. Yes. I felt like he was mean and... It's the cringe factor. It was just super rude. Just so that's something that, that I've noticed from people. They say I, I I haven't heard angry, but they say it makes their skin crawl. You know, like when you <laughs> yeah. scratch nails like on a chalkboard. Like some people said, it's really hard for me to watch. Like I'm sure our listeners know, like um, uh, Michael's Tots. What is the name of the episode? Oh, Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots. That's I'm one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, it's one of your favorites. Oh, I love it so much. I can't. I can't watch that one. It makes me so uncomfortable. But the rest Wait, of it, I that? like. 
what you gonna do make our dreams come oh. true we'll get <laughs> yeah. there we'll get okay. there we'll get eventually. there but i mean like true. i just I like that. so it's interesting that you say that so you're angered by yeah. it i could i could totally understand if somebody said it makes me so uncomfortable i don't want to watch it yeah because yeah. nobody likes to be in un- <laughs> oh, sure. uncomfortable situations at all yeah. but and i uh, think for me it switched so probably the first season i hated michael scott i like i thought it was funny ish but i like Watched it because of you, Rob. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I watched it with you because of it was love. Your favorite, That's right. And I had a big old crush on you, probably. But then eventually, you just fall in love with the characters. So, they feel like your best friend. So hold on, this is going to be interesting. So when The Office first came out in 2005, I mean, I'm still. Oh goodness! Now I got to make sure I know this. I know it started to end. Okay, so I'm still. Like in middle school, I think I'm in middle school, seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So this, mm-hmm. so that was a different time for. Did you guys start watching it when it was airing, or was this a Netflix show for you? I think it was. I think no, it was after. Yeah, for me. it was after. It was Netflix. Okay, I think towards the end, I think we caught up, and then we were watching it live. But right initially, when Maybe. it first came out, I, I don't even think I knew about it because my friends were all referencing it, but I didn't start watching it until probably like the third or fourth season. Yeah, because you know, friends then I'm... were referencing it in junior high. Yeah, <laughs> who did you hang out with? In I just high? just friends, but I but I mean, I think most of those friends like didn't even you know like other junior shows. Hires, that's what such a young blood over there. <laughs> you 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 like referencing that you hear from other people. Maybe you haven't watched it yourself, but like your friends are talking about it. So yeah, I think yeah. that's probably what it was too. Maybe their older siblings yeah. were, you were but... aware of it. Yeah, and it you was on NBC, like, so it was network television. Cool like you had access to it, but it's just it's just, it's just a good show. It's yeah, just a good like you. It, it makes you look at your workplace and just draw uh, connections. I think yes, and so yeah. there's things you can relate to and. It's just always good for a laugh, and so I just think, oh man. And the humor is just really good too, because when I'm watching in high school, I don't have a workplace to relate to. That's right. right. But so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, except for I was probably working at McDonald's and and another place back then. But you were asking, so why do we like The Office so much? Yeah. So why do you love The Office? So I, this is the best way I can put it. I think The Office is the comfort foods of TV. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like, kind of like Nickelback. I mean. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's kind of like PBR is the Nickelback of beers. Oh, I'll, I'll drink to that. This is you're saying that that the Office is like the comfort food of it television. Is. Like, because everybody has a comfort food, like something that they do when they when they're comfort. And I and I and I think back. This became very evident to me that it was a comfort food. I've been married, so I've been married coming on four years now. And I remember our first Christmas together. And I'm sure that you guys think about this too. Your first year of marriage is not super easy. Like, there's a lot of like kinks oh, to sure. work out of it. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember, this is why I mean it's comfort food. We had some arguments on, on Christmas Eve, and I was like, this is the worst Christmas ever. Our first <laughs> Christmas married together. And I love my wife. And I don't have an issue with it. And we were just working through things, expectations and stuff like that. But what happened was I was like really upset about it. She was upset about it. We go to bed. You will go to bed or angry. You don't like sleep well. So Speak Christmas, for yourself. Christmas, <laughs> Rob's like, man, when I'm angry, oh, I get such good night's sleep. <laughs> awesome night. Yeah. But so I went to sleep and it's Christmas morning and, uh, and I get, uh, and I, and I can, I can't like sleep. So I'm like, I'm just going to get up and go like sit on the couch and watch TV. So it's Christmas day. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch the Christmas episodes of the office. Oh, and that beautiful. made my mood just so much better you were like, still fighting with like, your wife but you felt I, hey i'm still <laughs> fighting so with much. her but i am I, wrong know. i am sorry <laughs> i don't know awesome. what how that all happened with with me being right or wrong Thank on that you. one but do you know what i mean like it's a show where i was like i'm gonna go hang out with my friends in the office who are having christmas parties totally. and they're like mm-hmm. doing these things and michael's ruining the party because he's trying to bring his you know emotional <laughs> problems into it but like that's what the show is for me like it is a comfort food and like if i'm having a bad day 
like I can be like I'm gonna go watch them. That's like comforting to me. That's yeah. the that's the show. That's awesome. I love the show. I'm hearing that The Office saved his marriage. There you go. That's what I heard too. I could say that. That's what I'm talking about. Guaranteed to save your marriage. It sounds like we're the perfect people to do this podcast. So welcome Changes everybody. Lives, Enjoy. <laughs> so without further ado, let's jump right in. So episode one, Michael makes a sale. Rumors of downsizing fly. Jim is Dwight's biggest flan, and Pam gets exed. Punk. This is the pilot. Yeah. Episode yeah, one yeah. of The Office. All right, let's break down this episode, people. If you, I hope that you watched it, uh, listeners. I hope that you watched the episode, and uh, we're just going to crawl through this bad boy and just have a great time with it. So if you haven't watched it, pause, watch the episode, and then come on back. But That's good, yeah. Let's start it out. So the episode opens with Michael and Jim in his office, and yeah. uh, he makes the, the grasshopper joke. He's, he's asking him, how are things going at the library? It's obvious that Jim didn't close a sale. So Michael's going to show him how it's done. The and master. That's right. The master gets on the phone and it sounds like he makes the sale. It sounds like he closes the deal. I think eventually he does. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if they mention it later or not, but I mean like it's just so cringy. It's exactly <laughs> said, so cringy. I just can't even imagine walking to the If I was a salesperson, I had a manager like that. You just have to constantly think to yourself, how is this guy managing us? <laughs> Somehow he manages. Somehow, that's right. We'll the book. There. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Michael Scott uh, mistakes uh, a woman for a man. Um, That's a woman. She must, be a, she must be a smoker. We've all, we've all been there, right? I mean, <laughs> it even happened to the Lorax, as Andy just referenced. So it's okay. It happens. The Lorax? Did I miss something? The Lorax? The, a- the film? Danny DeVito as the Lorax. Oh, man, this is going to show. I just don't. Oh, there's just a great there. line where he's getting ready to punch somebody, and it's a woman, and he's like, that's a woman? Oh, it's, okay. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, cool. It's a common Movie reference, reference around yeah, our house. Just yeah. don't get it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, later, Michael walks out of the office. He's, he's interacting with Pam. We get to meet Pam for the first time. We get, uh, we get a nice little Pam, 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 Pam. Dude, can I just say that line just sticks with me so, <laughs> so much to the point where, to the, po- <laughs> to the point where, you know how you, when you're cooking something, you would get out Pam spray? Oh, gosh. If my wife says that in my, in my, Body, I I feel the urge to hit the table and say yeah. it. Pam, 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 Pam. I think I do. I don't think yeah. I know how to like hold back. Anytime I hear the do you Pam, say it I too? always go, Pam, Pam. Because I definitely feel it. And then I'm like, I can't do this. I can't. This just <laughs> isn't right for me to keep doing this one. My wife like watches it, but she doesn't watch as much as I do. And I've watched it like a hundred hundred times at least so good. little does she know that is the reason you guys are still married that's there right that's the reason that. why we named why we just break up. that's awesome <laughs> i just love that introduction i can i just play it real quick oh absolutely i we love got, the way he does it it just sticks in my mind we got a little clip for you here you go ah. see we have the entire floor so this is my kingdom far as the eye can see my kingdom ah, this is our receptionist pam pam <laughs> I just love that. I can't get that high, but she is just not amused. Oh, that's so I've good. got it fr- frozen, and she just looks like she. It's almost like entertaining a little kid, where you're like, "Oh yeah, uh, great! Uh, awesome. I'm glad you're having fun with this because I'm really you. weirded up by oh, this." Gosh. So, uh, in a, a, a little bit later, we get a, a, a shot of of Michael in his office, and he's talking about you know being the boss and all of that. He holds up his world's best boss mug. Uh, that he got at Spencer Gifts. Yes. I yes. mean, did anybody see that coming? I mean, was now, that something that was at Spencer Gifts before the show? 
Because, oh, I mean, I, after that, it's so popular. I'm sure. I'm sure that it probably was. Yeah. But And I have a shout-out to one of my coworkers. She saw it at a like a thrift store mm-hmm. and it's the one it says world's best boss and it's from the nbc store oh nice and that's so awesome. i have that on my desk right now it's like officially licensed it is officially it's licensed like well that's stuff. what i'm trying to figure i wish i could know the history of it because i'm like it, it must have it must have been at spencer gifts before that and then you got widely popular after yeah. that because then you you see it a lot more and people yeah. make jokes about it so but. it's just so ironic that he uh, has a world's best boss mug, but then it's obvious that he bought it for himself. And as mm-hmm. we get to know him more and more, we find out why. But so <laughs> we get uh, we get an awesome introduction of a little bit of Dwight and Jim and uh, kind of what their personalities are. I never noticed this initially, but Dwight unlocks a drawer and pulls his head his like the he- the headset of his phone. He pulls it out of the drawer and yes. plugs it in when he arrives. So in like, the <laughs> it must be like, it must be one of those people that I feel like I know these people, but they, 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 they think everybody's out to get their stuff. Right. <laughs> like even growing up, my dad is great, but he always like was so afraid if I came home after he went to bed, the door wasn't locked. Like he would get up like hours after I came home and be like checking the door, like make sure it's locked. Uh, okay. I feel like that's what Dwight's doing. He's like, nobody's going to steal my headset. I'm going <laughs> to lock it in my drawer. To make sure nobody takes it. Well, Dwight Dwight strikes me as the kind of person who would like put like a, you know, in the Princess Bride when there's like the the iocane powder that's like it has no scent and it has no taste and it's poison. Mm-hmm. Like he reminds me of somebody who would like put something like that on your handset. And so he, in his mind, is like somebody's gonna try to poison me. <laughs> he's, gotta, <laughs> he's gotta hide it. He's gotta like d- like san- sanitize it before exactly. he uses it and, and everything. After you see the way they interact with each other, you're like, there it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> but dude, he has. An amazing, he has an amazing rendition of the little drummer boy. Is it even yes. close to Christmas? Do we? No. So that's no, what probably. that's what I'm trying to figure out, and I wish I could figure out in fandom, and maybe like listeners would know this. So in the very first episode when we meet Dwight, he's like hitting his desk yeah. and like <laughs> singing it, <laughs> and then but then also I know at a Christmas party at least he's doing karaoke, yeah. and he's doing it with Angela for a little. So I'm just like. Is this Rain Wilson obsession, or is this a Dwight character obsession, or is it just Dude. random and like no, and nobody really knows like why it's in there? <laughs> at least twice, it could be more. At, at the very least, we yeah. see Dwight's doing some relation to the song. It just has a good beat, dude. I guess. I freaking he hate likes the little drums. drummer voice hey, so much. But you much. know what? Rain Wilson is a drummer. Oh, there you go. Did you know there, he was in a movie that um, The Rocker? The Rocker. That was yeah. just a really good movie. So yeah. maybe like. That's just him. I've never seen the movie. I just know what it oh, it's. Oh, it's really good. It's <laughs> it just really came good. Out as they were recording, and he's yeah. all, "We'll keep it." There you, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, uh, just we exactly. just want to keep drumming it. So a few minutes later, we get uh, just an amazing scene. Oh my gosh, one of my favorites. <laughs> Michael walks out of his office, and uh, you know everybody's working. Jim and Dwight are he- heavily at work. They they're they're focused, but he walks out and does the "What's up?" and classic. This was in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Now, "What's up?" was popular in the 90s wasn't it? so i looked it up on wikipedia because <laughs> i i wanted to see i was like how because it's part of his character right like he's course, he's, yeah. he's hitting on something that is so dated dated and like just just kind of like a i don't know Not kind of really. a weird thing <laughs> and i remember as a kid i remember as a kid actually going to going to a kmart who remembers a kmart which don't exist anymore there is a kmart in the norcal yeah. city that we in used to city. live in actually is but, there really oh yeah, yeah. do you get that like blue light special it's like oh stuff. the blue light <laughs> Well, anyway, so I, I remember as a kid, and I'm young, and I don't like know anything, but I see the Was Up shirt they were selling them, and I'm like, Mom, can I get that? And she's like, that's a 
that's like a Budweiser commercial. You don't want to wear that. And I'm like, okay, I won't. I don't need that. But I mean, yeah. It's so, like, let's buy a PBR shirt. Yeah, exactly. That's, see, that's why I like PBR now. But yeah, so was the Was Up commercial first aired in 1999 and went on until about 2002. So that was oh the time. So, so it even <laughs> it even ended three years before this is Excellent. happening. So it's very very Michael Scott. Yes. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah, oh. it's very dated. It's just setting the foundation for. It's setting the foundation for the kind of references and jokes he's going to make. So it's so, so good. Yeah. What, what would you say to that? How do you respond to somebody think, coming up to you? I mean, I can't even say. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if so, like if you were working in the office, yeah. and your boss came, came up to me, what What's do you say? Nothing. Uh, hey. <laughs> oh, I'm just working. <laughs> What's up with you? <laughs> it smells like Updog okay. in here. It smells um, like Updog. <laughs> I think you do what I mean. It's obvious that Dwight was like wanting to have that camaraderie, but I think you do what Jim does, and you just kind of like was a, and you just kind of look down a little bit. And... Yeah, here, let's listen to that quick, just a quick okay. clip of it. But here I just, we go. I think it's so funny and awkward. Here's your good. What's up? Here it's coming. What's up? What's up? I still love that after seven years. What? <laughs> after seven years. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> that good that nice the, finish that he has yeah. and it just kind of like dies out as like this awkward thing Jim does say it originally because Jim Jim is Jim is a character everybody wants to be right like he's got he's, a good heart he's nice enough he's got a good yeah. heart he, he'll like play into it a little bit but he's not he's not gonna take Dwight is then picking up on it he's saying now I'm going yeah. way far with it but yeah. yeah it's just it's it's this is exactly what this relationship is that's awesome so okay so then we get introduced to Jan Jan makes her debut, which and I've I've watched the episode through the series a few times, and I didn't realize that Jan is episode one. Yeah, yeah, She's I thought it was a character so that. Early. Yeah, it's interesting because she is kind of a character that you only see every so often. Well, and in you know seasons like three and four, you get to see her a little bit more. But I didn't I didn't realize that either that she. Right from the beginning, mm-hmm. she's in that. Yeah. She's not an add-on character later. Yeah, yeah. So they they have they're having this meeting, Jan, Mike, and Pam, and uh, they mention downsizing. It could be Stanford. It could be Scranton. Uh, Michael is speaking in his beautiful baby talk. Me no get an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And uh, Pam reminds him that uh, he put it in the special filing cabinet. <laughs> the garbage. Yeah, the garbage. She doesn't even try. Because I, when I watched that clip and I watched it this afternoon again, I thought, if I am Pam and I'm trying to be a little nice, I could just try to hint to Michael, you put it in the special filing cabinet, remember? <laughs> but she throws okay, him under the bus. how long has she been with Michael? Uh, yeah. After yeah. that, you're just like, what? Why try? Michael, you threw it away. You threw it away, yeah. Because that's what she says. She says it right from the get. She says, in the garbage special fight. Like, she, there's no attempt to no. try and rescue him. It's it's very subtle and it's very much, no, Don't you excuse. threw it out. And yep. remember, earlier that day, he greeted her with Pam. Pam, Pam, Pam. Pam. <laughs> so he deserved it. I'm sorry. Like Pam spray. That's, that's exactly right. what it is. So during, uh, so, many, so many characters get introduced. So during that meeting, we get a speakerphone call from Todd Packer. Todd Packer. <laughs> Again, oh another gosh. character, when you watch him, you wouldn't think he's like a founding yeah. character, but he yeah. but he is. He doesn't make well, a physical he, appearance. But... He's another character that I hated. He's another reason <laughs> oh, he's so why awesome. I love him. I hated the show initially. I love him because he's just that character. You love him for all the wrong reasons. You love yeah. him for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I think to myself, I would ne- I would never be his friend in real life. No. But no. on How TV, I like him. you meet a person like that and then stay their friend? Like, where do you meet Todd That's Packer? Michael. Yeah, but he doesn't have a lot of friends. Here's how I imagine. Right? Here's how I imagine you meeting Todd Packer. 
you somehow were in the situation where you were with people who are in like a fraternity or something, and he still happens to be like forty years old, and he's but still Michael participating. Would not in have it. That's been what you, Todd Packer, would be. Like, where would Michael yeah, I get that. Meet Todd Packer, and they hit it off, and they're friends. Actually, is there a backstory there that I don't remember? I don't know if there's any. I think we'll get more. I think we get more as we go on. There may be some. If I recall correctly, there's a little bit more that we'll get from that. Yeah, I think there is a. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't want to give it away. He's a college age person in a in an adult body in a middle aged man. Yes. Yeah. So he. So he mentions Godzillary. Because earlier Michael says that he calls Jan Hillary Rodden Clinton, but not to her face. Right. Not because he's scared of her. He wants to make sure that you know that. Uh, but uh, Todd Packer calls her Godzillary, and then he wants to know if the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> Which causes uh, Michael to hang up the phone and just talk about how horrible of a person he, he is. is which, yeah. Oh, Jesus. oh, that's horrifying. Oh, I love it. It's uh, so good. It's so. It's. I can't. The thing about Michael too is, as I watched that clip and I remember that, I'm just thinking. As soon as I know it's Todd Packer, I would be if if I had any sense, I'd be like, "Hey, I got to call you back later." Like, yeah. there's no chance. Or pick Todd, up the handset. Yeah, or pick up the handset or something. <laughs> or like, there's no chance I'm in my right man if if I had a friend like Todd that I would just let him speak on speakerphone oh, yeah. in front oh, of my sure. boss. Oh, there's for sure. no way. We, I should have looked at Pam's face when he said aloud, "Oh, it's my friend Todd." <laughs> I'm sure she's Pam like, was like, oh, no, "No, don't do it. Oh, my <laughs> don't gosh. pick that up." She's got to have heard conversations between michael and todd pack oh before. i'm sure she sat in on a, a handful of speaker of, of uh uh what's the word i'm looking for dang it uh we are all on the phone at the same conference time call. thank you yeah, yeah, conference yeah, conference call. Has, yeah, yeah. The, the word is in the name of this show and i can't get it okay so anyways um so they they finish up their meeting talking about downsizing jan is saying hey keep it quiet and he's saying, hey, under this regime, it will not leave the office. And they immediately cut to everybody Everybody whispering about it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's there's whispers all over the office of people talking about downsizing. Angela's talking to Kevin and she's like, it's probably me. And he's like, yeah, it's probably you. I love that that's Kevin's first line. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, it's you. you. (laughs) But speaking of interesting lines, I love that it's just a little thing that's thrown in there can i say i never noticed this line before okay before you put in this outline i yeah. didn't even know it was in this okay yeah once again it was one that i caught randomly this time so as uh jim and pam are talking mm-hmm. about it pam brings up the fact that angela is having a cat party and yes. asks jim if he's going to angela's <laughs> cat party uh what what do you think an angela's cat party even entails oh, that's what i want to know <laughs> take a moment to imagine this because this sounds like something that my wife would definitely be into. She loves cats and Let's she loves. Let's phone her in. <laughs> phone her in. Hey, what would you Rob, do at a cat? A what cat is a cat? Party? Rob, you like cats more than dogs. What yeah. is a cat party? How do you Look, celebrate I, cats? I am a uh, unashamed, bona fide cat man. Unashamed, bona fide, bona fide cat man. And look, I just think it's. A, I, I imagine if I'm thinking of Angela and then I'm thinking about a cat party I want to be invited to. I think there's just a bunch of like really cool cats and you're just hanging out and they're just like cool well, cats as in like you're a cool know. cat no 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 or no, like no, 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 no. like cool actual cat like cool like, like cat feline cats yeah i mean like a garfield is hanging out well, on the okay. couch see <laughs> like you're, you're making garfield. a joke but angela's cats will be wearing bow ties and hats and glasses all of those things it's yeah. gonna be we sweet we already know her house is full of cats do you remember was it pictures Oh, there's, there's a lot yeah. of things. There's like yeah. a, she has a cat cam at one point. Yeah. Things like oh, that. Exactly. So she just like, yeah, I mean, do you, do you invite other people's cats to a cat party or is it like, come see my cats? And then you just sit around and 
like drink tea or something really something really stupid like that and like just like talk Teen about cats teen strumpets yeah um man i don't feel like you'd bring your cats because cat they'll fight yeah and angela's not about that so this makes it all the more awkward i think why she don't you wants, come to my house and see my cat she wants that's what it is i think she <laughs> wants to show off her cats that's all we're talking about <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's like token angela uh. so uh so we get the whispers of the downsizing and then we get a cut back to michael who is basically he's basically saying like he doesn't want to talk about the downsizing he doesn't right. want to tell them yes he, he gives us this excellent line do, do you want to tell us what this line was it's this so line it's just perfect it's just cool. not a cat joke i'm not trying to say perfect oh that was nice <laughs> yeah i just got that good job <laughs> michael says i he's, he's talking to the camera doing one of those talkbacks am i going to tell them about downsizing as a doctor would you tell the person that they have cancer <laughs> Good question. Uh, yes, you would. Yeah. <laughs> if something's going to happen, that's bad. Oh, my gosh. I just like he has no awareness of of of, of reality. Like, I, like, do you think like the character Michael goes home and thinks to himself, oh, yeah, I didn't answer that question. Like, that doesn't make sense. Or he's just so unaware. He oh, thinks, he oh, I answered so that. Unaware. Slam dunk. Slam dunk. I answered that. Yeah, well. yeah. I of course, you don't tell a patient. Yeah. I kind of, but I also kind of think that Michael legitimately believes, and we'll get into this in in, in later episodes. I, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. I legitimately think that Michael believes that it will not be his branch. Like yes. there, there will be downsizing. Oh, yes, but it's going to be Josh and Scranton. Yep. It's not going to be us. So we got no, we don't really have anything. We don't to have worry anything about. to worry about. Yeah. Michael Scott is Michael Scott's biggest fan. He <laughs> yes. can do no wrong. Michael so Scott of believes his in Michael is Scott. The best. Yes, <laughs> should have run yes. for president. That's so. Yeah, you're right. But he just has such a sense of family, and he thinks like his reality could not crumble. Exactly, it could not possibly crumble. So they, so the branch can't be downsized because this is family. These are my friends. So they have to. They have to. This has to be. This has to be. Yeah. Even though I'm incompetent as a boss, which he wouldn't know, yeah. I right. think. But, you know, it has to. Yeah, there's nothing beyond that office. So yeah. that office will always be. <laughs> it will always be. Yes, exactly. Yep. So, so speaking of more characters that we get introduced to. So episode one, we get introduced to Ryan, the temp. He's coming in to check out Dunder Mifflin. And uh, <laughs> he... he Michael, of course, needs him to know that he's a student of comedy, and so he gives him a couple of impressions that are, I mean, spot on. Right, right? off the bat. And spot on. <laughs> so yes, and he, spot on. He he says, Mo from Three Stooges, and then proceeds to do a curly impression of from Three Stooges. But uh, then uh, he decides to grab, grab Pam's uh, nameplate, and uh, he gives us uh, another little impression. Uh-huh. Daniqua sent me down to start today. Howard. Like uh, Mo Howard. Three Stooges. Yep. Watch this. This, this is Mo. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, right here. Three yeah. Stooges. High five. Oh, oh, Pam. It's a guy thing, Pam. It's a guy thing. I'm <laughs> sort of a student of comedy. Watch this. Here we go. Oh, no. I'm Hitler. I'm Hitler. That's <laughs> funny. Guys, do you not get it? No, for real. It's Hitler. Guys, I'm Hitler, duh. It's Hitler. It's funny, guys. What do you not get about that? Oh, my gosh. And so that's Ryan's That's Ryan's initial first impression of Michael Scott. This is, is the introduction of 
Uh, yeah, and it's with yeah, it's the first thing he says to him. I'm Hitler. So I'm Hitler. <laughs> so, anyways, and that's and that and that is it's interesting that maybe he just reflects that right way. That's B.J. Novak, who's one of the writers on the show. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's just like he's like, I'm gonna bring myself in as a character, and we're at the, and then we're going straight to Hitler. Yeah, exactly. Just like that, <laughs> from zero to Hitler. That's zero to Hitler. Never. There's oh gosh, another book by Michael Scott. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. All I'm right. trying to think of all of my bosses, and I'm like, one, I do have a couple that remind me of Michael Scott every once in a while, but I'm trying to think, have I ever had a first impression that bad? Oh, have man. you guys? Coworker? Mm, not for a coworker. There was, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it's, no. The, well, no, nobody's as no. bad as Michael Scott. Yeah, I it's not I shouldn't change that, that question. No. Tell me your funniest work. Bad impression. Bad impression. This is the one. Is it gonna? Is it gonna sound bad if I say this? I so I don't think it is. I worked at Walmart. I'll, I'll cut we'll it be, out. We'll okay. be the judge of that. <laughs> if it's bad, we'll cut it. I worked at Walmart, and I worked and and, and super nerdy guy. So I told them if I work here, I want to work in the electronics department. Oh yeah. So like that. That's what I did for two years in, in college, like in between um, taking breaks and stuff like that. But and what was so sad is that it was so hard to get this person to know. There's one guy who's your classic like nerdy guy. Right, mm-hmm. like we sure. probably all interact with him. Yeah, yeah. But there's just the issue was, and I remember when I first met him, super nice guy, knew a lot, but he just always smelled, like, oh, and, oh and, and, and and like, and everybody knew it. Yeah. But like nobody would tell him, and it's just like this is such an unfortunate situation. You're a nice guy, nobody wants to tell you this, but like it's it's. Wait, so, were you the guy who told him? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh. I just. Nobody I thought you were a bolder man than that, that, Adam person. Jones. Yeah, so it's just, it's unfortunate. That's like a bad impression, right? If you if you meet yeah. somebody first at work and you're like... And you're the smelly person. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I mean, so it's whatever. But. I've had some smelly ones before, but he's my father's smellies. Um, okay, I, uh, I'm i going to make this quick. I okay. worked at a software company. I told you this story, oh, yeah. Adam Jones. I worked at a software company for a brief period of time, and I am not the, like like engineer type at all, but I happened to work there. Yeah. And uh, my first day I was like, I'm going to meet some people. I'm going to make some connections. I'm going to make some friends. And so I go into the lunchroom and there's one guy sitting. Oh, oh yes. That's a good story. <laughs> sitting in the lunchroom and he's there and he's on his laptop and he's eating his lunch. And I'm like, okay, this guy's sitting by himself. I'm going to go over. I'm going to introduce myself and like, you know, sit down and we'll strike something up and see what happens. Uh, and so I walk over and I sit down and I say, Hey, what's going on? My name's Rob. And he's like, Oh, Hey, my name's Pete. And uh, I was like, is it cool if I sit here? And he kind of looks at me and he's like, um, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And looking back, I mean, maybe it was weird that there was an entire lunchroom open and I decided to go sit next you're to one him. Of those, you're one of those people. I'm not usually, I'm not usually. But so I sit down and I start to pull my food out and I, I am trying to strike up a conversation and he looks over me over to me from over his laptop and he says, um, I just need you to know uh, I won't be speaking to you. Uh, I'm on the internet. And in that mm, moment no. I was like, what do I do? Do I get up or do what I sit here and finish my lunch in I silence? Know, I just what stare did you at do? him. Like, what, what did you, you do? do? You sat there. I sat and finished of my lunch in silence. <laughs> of course. You're because like, this is a budding friendship. Time, I might as well invest into it. The time it takes you to think through, like, <laughs> if I stand up, I have to, like, get my drink together. Where would I sit? Like, by the time you get through all that, Whatever. it's awkward. Like, yeah, it's already, it's like, like this you is just not... stay there. Who do, man, who does that? I yeah, don't know. that is rough. like that is you weird. may think, gosh, this weirdo is interrupting my lunch and yeah. sitting by myself. I mean, I used to think else. that, but you don't. Yeah, 
but I wouldn't say it to someone. I wouldn't just be like, hey, I'm not going to talk to you. So so speaking of weirdos with no social skills, in the next scene, we get Dwight (laughs) who is trying to, he's trying to separate the the two desks between him and Jim because Jim has folders and files that are like creeping over the edge. Okay, that is annoying. Oh, totally. Oh my gosh. I love Jim. But if I was, Dwight, but get your life I together. Might do the yeah. same thing. I and might he, be like, quite, and I've like, experienced this firsthand because when I see that part, I'm laughing because I've had this before. Right. So where I used to work in the office before I worked in the office with you guys back mm-hmm. in the smaller office space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did not have a lot of room, and so we had like a long piece of IKEA tabletop. Oh, nice. And, that everybody was sharing. Yeah, and so you know it's probably about. Was there lines that separated? No, your that area? was the worst part. But I tried to establish. You're saying there's no demarcation. <laughs> there is no demarcation. <laughs> I tried to establish that where the legs were. So the legs were probably how, how wide is a person? Three feet. Uh, that's how wide. <laughs> how much is a standard? I'm not I don't know. How wide is the average person? Like, three feet you know, wide. Like like like, like, a, like, a, like <laughs> listeners can't see what I'm like showing my. You know, like a, like sure. a, like enough to fit my chair in between yeah, legs. Yeah. Okay. And so I would like always look underneath the table and see where those legs are, and then I'd like. I'm like, I'm pushing your stuff over because we're all sharing. Three of us yeah. are all sharing one table. And I'm like, I can't I can't work when I have junk on the table. So oh, I'm, yeah. So Me I'm no way. pushing it. Oh like, this gosh. is my line to see <laughs> you are the, t- Dwight. the table leg. Yeah, but I did not I did not uh, use a ruler like he does much better. That's awesome. And so so we're, we're starting to get more of a picture of Dwight and Jim and their relationship. And so, yeah, Dwight is, is trying to push the stuff. And uh, he, he says, one word, two syllables demarcation which is excellent <laughs> i had to i had to look that up did you guys have to look that up the word demarcation yeah i just asked siri no i oh, i man, just assumed siri. it meant having like your own space your own? demarcation <laughs> oh see now i know how to see now i know oh, it, de- mean, it has to it's yeah it's like it's like borders with countries and oh stuff. there you go that's excellent one word two syllables you know demarcation. What? even if i didn't know what it was i don't think i would have <laughs> i did i Nerd. paused, I, I paused Nerd it alert. oh my god and i and i'm like I'm like, hey Siri, what is this? You know, I asked my and I and then it came up. And I'm like, oh, okay, this helps me a lot because maybe I'm maybe I'm the only one who doesn't know what this means. But. He's like, hey Siri, who's Hitler? Okay, anyway, who's um, Hitler? <laughs> hey Siri, how do you how do you throw a cat party? Um, so then uh, we we see Jim. He builds like this this sweet fortress. Really talented and shows how much time he had. Like out of out of pencils. And he's good at sharpening pencils. Oh my gosh, they're just beautiful. I always break them. Uh, yeah, Jim or Dwight is is a concerned. Finesse. Yeah, a finesse. You got to know how to. So, anyways, treat it sweet. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So <laughs> Dwight is concerned that he's going to fall and pierce an organ, and yes. uh, and then uh, he Which proceeds. Which is surprising because Dwight seems like he's unafraid of anything. Yeah. Like yeah. you would assume that he thinks he's got a body of steel. Dwight seems like the kind of guy who, like, as he's falling, he could shift his organs out of the way. <laughs> you Doesn't he talk he about that? that at some he does. <laughs> but, I mean, he obviously is just trying to be, uh, make a point to Jim and just feel, and try to figure something out. But, yeah, it's just so funny. I guess you could trip and, uh, yeah, I'm sure that's no, so, Honestly, that was dangerous. That is a little scary. Okay, nerds, yeah. take it easy. The two of you. It was cool. So, anyways. <laughs> so it's then, dangerous, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, then he uses his headset. That he keeps on lockdown. He uses yeah. his headset to knock the pencils down. I dink, thought that was interesting. Dink, dink, he has excellent dink. aim. Like a hammer. Yeah, exactly. He uses his headset as exactly. a hammer. Like a mighty Thor's Mjolnir. Uh, yeah. So is that how you say it? Mjolnir? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Siri. So then we... Yes. <laughs> we'll do that after. Uh, that'll be on Patreon. So we cut, <laughs> we cut to Mike and he talks about his four heroes. And it's an epic lineup. So his four heroes are Bob Hope. Of course. Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln. Sure. Bono. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Bono yeah. and God. Right. <laughs> I get I get those. Amen. And and just to just for myself and the listeners that may not know, Bob Bob was some. Is he a war, like a? No, he's a host, okay. Oh right? my gosh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what gosh. is that? Adam I Jones. Really do, I like. I know the name. I know I should know the name. Okay, he's, so he's Adam Jones. Your your young man is showing. Oh man! And my old man feel, is showing. I feel naked. So Bob Hope. Your baby diapers. Yeah. <laughs> so Bob Hope was like a very famous comedian who did oh, a lot of uh, he yeah, did a lot okay. of like USO. That's stuff. so. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking he's somehow related to to war. Yeah, something. in some ways. Yeah, <laughs> in some totally. way. He did okay, a lot of stuff for the okay. troops, and he did. A, he was a which movie Michael star references later. So yes. that's that's what I know exactly about him. Yeah, and so yeah, just an epic lineup of heroes there. Uh, excellent stuff. So then we get our very first conference room meeting. Everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. in the conference everybody room. Everybody in the conference room. Yeah. And uh, they're going to be, they're going to talk about downsizing. Now, here's the thing about this meeting that I love. Well, first of all, you get Dwight, who's like, I'm the, this is the first time we get the, I'm the assistant to the read or the assistant regional manager, manager. Right. You know, tell me <laughs> first and then I should know and all that good stuff. Um, but they start talking about downsizing. And the thing that I love about this meeting is this is a meeting where Stanley, is actually engaged in what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. He's, Did like, you notice, he's not reading the newspaper in the does background. He, yeah. Does he look like he's a little bit more... Smaller. Smaller. Slim. Yeah, that, oh, slim. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's standing in the corner. And he's standing in the corner. He's engaged. Yeah. And, did, and did you guys notice that... I, you noticed this throughout season one. There's people in that office... Oh yeah! You never, never ever 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 <laughs> yeah, ever see again. Yeah, there's a bunch of strangers. It's just yeah. so strange. It's a little yeah. weird. Oh, and there's then, a few of them where I kind of wish they stayed. I'm like, mm, oh, they look like the interesting characters. Yeah, story? offshoot of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's wearing a nice sweater. Oh, there should be an offshoot <laughs> of those strangers oh, in the my pilot. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> sounds, where do they end up? Great. But where are they now? That sounds like great television. <laughs> um, so uh, still in the conference room. Yeah, still in the conference room. <laughs> um, so then we get an. Uh, an awesome uh, interchange or, or exchange between uh, Michael and Stanley and just a, a great cringe moment with Michael basically saying, look, there's not going to be any downsizing. It's not going to happen here. Even yeah. though Pam spills the beans to the whole room saying Pam. it could be, it could be the Scranton branch. Uh, Michael says, Hey, I told them it's not going to happen. And if they come in here, they're going to have to go through me. Yeah. And then he looks at Stanley and says, nobody's messing with my chilling. <laughs> Which, <laughs> It was one of those moments where the look on his face, you know he regretted it as soon as it came out of his mouth, uh, which is rare, I think, yeah. for him. Yeah. For him yeah. to be that aware. No one oh messes with my Oh, man. So everybody's concerned about downsizing. And then we get a cut over to uh, Jim, who's talking about Pam. Mm-hmm. Some other things, but he talks about Pam, and he talks about the fact that Pam's favorite yogurt flavor mixed is berry. berry. Mixed berry. Yeah, mixed yes. berry. Yep. And then we cut to some B-roll of Pam eating yogurt. Yeah, that and was she is, gross. She is like really into this yogurt. Yes. She's like Did you see this? I remember seeing that. It just must be one of those things. That's just <laughs> okay, really I do have, to like, I have a hard time speaking bad about Pam. Everybody loves a good love story, and I feel like they introduced this pair and yeah. their story well. Yeah, yeah, like right from, from the get go. Yeah, yeah, it's so sweet. She's like, oh, he's on to but me. Yeah, she was licking his <laughs> spoon really awkward. But she's like, she is like, she takes a bite and then she licks her lips and she stares at the yogurt and she stares at the spoon. And there's no audio, but I feel like if there was, you would of hear Pam that's going. Her favorite then. You would hear Pam going. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. she is so into that mixed berry no doubt jim has her peg man. It, man so oh, uh, it's from jim it's so good oh my gosh mm. uh, 
So then uh, we come to our very first prank. Yeah. This is a big deal. Okay. This is the beginning of an epic yarn that Jim will will spin between him and Dwight. Yes. So we get our very first prank. Dwight is bragging about his uh, 280Z and he's trying to pull his out car. some photos. Yep. And he loses his mind because Jim has put Dwight's stapler in jello. Um yeah, it's yeah, you can you can clap for that. It was very good. And I think what I love most about this moment is that Michael stops him and says, no, 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 you have to eat, eat it, it out. <laughs> it's so classic. You think for a split second, he's going to say something when I watch it. You're, he's going to say something like, no, 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 we need to, like, we need to deal with this. No, 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 you have to eat it out. <laughs> no, the jello. Oh, and my favorite part is I noticed this this time when I did the watch through, even though I've seen this a, a lot, I was just trying to see what else I could see. Mm-hmm. You got Jim kicking back there. Yeah. And he's kind of leaning back in his chair and he's and 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 there's and basically Dwight's saying it's your fault Jim did it. He's like, "Dang and, it, Jim. Dang it, Jim." And just says, "How do you know it's me?" And he's got jello in one hand and a and a spoon in the other yeah. and he's eating jello as he's saying it. It's so so funny. It's excellent. Oh, oh, and can I say with this I've so we tried this um Back in high school, because my friends to put were something like, in Jello. Yeah. yeah. So I one, think we tried it one time too. Yeah. Did you guys try it too? Yeah. You know it's what? really we hard. We tried it on Rick Henderson. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny because I did it to our our youth pastor in high school. Yeah. We had, because we had a we made a world's best youth pastor. Mug, oh, there you go. Oh, that's. Right. And then we said he had to eat it out of Jello. Um, it's hard to suspend it. It's in there. hard to suspend it. And it's hard it to get it clear. When I tried it, it, you in that episode, both the times that they have it, you can see the object in there. When yeah. we were trying it. It just, it's like, it looks bad. I, I don't know how they did it. You gotta use it looks that like purif- a black blob in the middle. You got to use that purified water, babe. It could be. Or <laughs> to be honest, I don't want to be like a downer, but I'm sure in that industry, it's like, this isn't even jello. We're just going to come up with some kind of oh. gelatinous something. That's, gelatin? Yeah. Gelatinous right, gelatin. Right. That's, not oh, ge- that's not jello. It's just something yeah, else. Yeah. But it's I've that, tried it. It doesn't so it's, work. It's that good horse hoof. That horse hoof dessert. Anyways, uh, so they get into uh, they get into some excellent dessert puns. Biggest flan. Put them in custody. Yeah, and then we get got stuck on pudding. Yeah, we just get Michael <laughs> in his cringy way trying to figure out how to put pudding in there. Anyways, yes. Uh, so the next thing we get to do is we get to meet Roy, Pam's three year long fiance. Yeah. Now, did you? <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm a gym fan all the way. Okay. Oh, so in a, who's, on Roy, who's on Roy's team? It's like we're distinguishing between who's who, but nobody, right? Well, I mean, but I'm saying well, I know, in, but, a, in the hotness factor. No, in the hotness factor. Oh, she's the authority. So. Oh, the no, no, no. I don't think so. Okay. Again, yeah, yeah. great blue eyes. That's about it. Well, oh, detailed. Okay. The blue, there you eyes. Go. Yeah. blue eyes. Attention yeah. to detail. Yeah. So one of the things that I love about this moment is that Jim asks, they have their awkward exchange where they're not going to go get a drink and right. Jim is trying to invite him. But then he asks Roy, Roy's holding like a garbage bag and he says, <laughs> yes. what's, what's like in the bag? bag? And then he's like, I'll see you later. And he walks away, which makes me wonder, is there something sinister going on with the bag that Roy's holding? Oh, people have asked this question and I feel bad oh, really? because I went on to Reddit to try and see what people have asked. This Excellent. person only got, here, I gave him an upvote. Now it's set. Oh, oh it's, get him, it's give ar- him that it's sweet, archived. sweet. Never mind. Dang it. It's, so it's old. But somebody was asking, yeah, what's in Roy's bag that he's holding the first episode? And some people responded back. Um, 
I think the best one that I see on here is that somebody's saying Roy's the Scranton Strangler. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a body that he just strangled. He's waltzing up with it or something. He's so he's so cocky. Oh, yeah, gosh. yeah. He's like, you he know, wants to be cocky. they got to like get their like thrill out of it. Like it's go. no longer a thing to strangle somebody. You got to carry it up into we'll, the office. We'll, we'll get there because there's some different. If, if you've never seen the show, The Scranton Strangler, we'll, we'll talk more about it. Let's yeah, just leave it at yeah, that. Let's yeah, leave yeah, it at yeah. that. Let's yeah. not get ahead of ourselves. Yep. All right. So, uh, so then basically we cut to... Uh, it's it's getting towards the end of the day. Uh, Michael and Ryan, the temp, are in his office and they're kind of talking about something. And then Michael wants to pull a prank on horrible prank. Pam, horrible. and he basically tells Ryan, "Hey, just go with it." And then when she sits down, uh, Michael basically says, "Look, there's downsizing. It's going to happen, and you're going to be the first one that we're going to let go." And as the story progresses, it's because she's stealing, and it's because she's stealing post-it stamp, <laughs> which. I have done. I've taken a, I've taken a post-it <laughs> I'm guilty before. of the pins. And those it's not on purpose. Oh, my God. I yeah. just always have work pens on me. Well, yeah. it, yeah. well if you steal enough of them, Why do you, you... need a post-it at home? Sometimes, no, sometimes literally, because I deal with so much mail at my job, sometimes I'm just like... Wait, are you saying postage stamp? I'm sorry. Did I say post-it note? No, because she's stealing post-its. Sta- oh, no, post-its. Post-it. Yes. I, I, I've taken a postage stamp before. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm dropping this off true of the confessions, mail. True confessions, ladies and I gentlemen. I don't have one. And he's fired. Like, oh, I just take... Oh. Yeah, you know, it's a just, stamp. what is it? 50, yeah. 50 cents? How much is a stamp That's nowadays? She kind of says like, doesn't she say? What well, she say? Yeah, she but he's like, if you steal enough, then you have a profit margin. margin. <laughs> yes, exactly. Econ- economic terms. It's profit I'm margin. I'm sad point. that it wasn't really post-its that he stole. Yeah. Who in the world needs post-its at home? Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of them at my desk at work, but I don't take them home with me. It's <laughs> pretty bad. So Pam starts to cry. Ryan realizes this is a bad, a bad scene. Michael seems like he might regret it, and then he decides to yell out, "You've been exed, punk!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he tries to bring Ryan in as his accomplice. As Ryan his accomplice. was in on it this whole time. And Ryan's just shaking his head. No. And uh, he's he's trying to justify why it was a great joke. And then Pam, in one of the greatest moments, I think, in, yes. the, in the entire series, Absolutely. she says, you're a jerk, yep. which he responds to with, nah, I don't know about that, which is so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I have to confess, I totally forgot about that line. Watching the show today, took a sip of coffee. <laughs> he said that, and I spit the coffee out. The uh, punk's line is what you. No, the, 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 I don't know. I don't know about, about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Gosh, that would be so awkward. So, uh, we're, we're, so as we're winding down, Michael is sitting there and he's talking about uh, his accomplishments as a manager and that it's the people. It's not. It wasn't that he increased profits seventeen percent. Or that he cut expenses without losing an employee, which when when he mentions those things, yeah, you're, you're like, like, okay, there's something okay, there. Uh-huh. This guy kind of sort of knows maybe and what he's know, doing. Yep. It wasn't intentional. Is it just luck? <laughs> is it just his team is super super good? I guess you would have to be to put up with Michael. There's got to be. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to think as as I watch the seasons. I don't know what yeah. gives them such great. Maybe I mean maybe it's Dwight. Dwight is like an aggressive salesman. Maybe it, maybe it all falls on him. There I don't you know. go. Assistant. So. <laughs> Regional managers that's, saving mm-hmm. the day. That's right, yep. every time. So he he says it's not it's not those things. It's the people. And he says it's like the guy. Uh, oh, where was he from? Was he was it Guatemala? Uh, I think that's what he says. Yeah, but he, I'm <laughs> spacing on it. The guy who said, "Mr. Scott, would you be the godfather right. of my child?" <laughs> my 
favorite thing is when, Miss, when when Michael Scott has to do impersonations of some kind or a, or like replicate accents or something. Yeah, it's it the is worst. the best. <laughs> so uh, and then basically says no, we had to let him go because he sucked. So there you <laughs> yeah. go. And then uh, our our episode basically comes to an end with uh, Jim and Pam awkwardly saying goodbye. The romance is blooming. You can see Aww. that there's a little something there. And then. Uh, as she heads out, uh, Jim motions for all of us to follow him, and he pulls out Michael Scott's world's best boss mug in, in Jello, Jell-O. and uh, it ends with that. So, it's good. a really fun way to end the episode. Mm-hmm. I think, Absolutely. yeah, it was it was it was really cool to uh, to see that come full circle, and and I think he he knew in that moment that like Michael, maybe Michael's going to take it a lot better than Dwight did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they never show that reaction, but I just think Michael, and you see it even in other episodes in the future that we'll talk about, he, Michael takes up uh, pranks pretty well. Yeah. He thinks, he, well, you know. Especially from, like, Jim. He loves Jim. Yeah, if he loves you, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure Ryan, I don't remember any, but. There's one from, where. I love that from day one, he's in love with Ryan. Like, yeah. the obsession already started. He's a cool guy. Yeah, well, Jim is the Jim is the guy you would want to be friends with yeah. out of everybody in that office, Jim or Pam. There you go. So that was episode one, the pilot for the office. Now, go ahead. You, you know who I noticed wasn't there? Who I love? Creed. Where was Creed? Creed? Did he come in yeah, later? Yeah, where is he? We'll 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 get Creed. We'll get a, who else was in there? Meredith. We'll get a little taste of Creed and a little taste of Meredith. Yeah, that sounds really gross. Yeah. I'm sorry. So that. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> she would. She would. Uh, she, She'd be fine with you yeah, saying she'd that. Be, but, she'd be totally but, fine. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it does. That's awesome. Weird. So, uh, so guys, so one of the things that we want to do in the show is we want to take if there's a prank in the episode that Jim pulls off, we want to take it and we want to award it mm-hmm. some shroot bucks, one through ten, and okay. and sort of get a leaderboard going for like the best Jim pranks. pranks. So let's talk about it. So Jim puts Dwight Stapler in Jello. Okay. Now, let, let's break this down a little bit. How many shroot bucks? are we going with on this guy? I feel like we should each say individually and maybe just average it. Oh, that's not bad. That's I not a bad idea. Because okay. like, it could be different people's... I just, yeah, it depends. And you don't want to give away too many pranks that people haven't seen yet. But I, I mean, we got to... I'm thinking of all of them and I'm sure. trying to think, you know, what what is it? Sure. Exactly. We don't, we don't, we don't want to peak too soon. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, so here's what I'm thinking. It, it didn't take... It took a lot of forethought yeah. to put his stapler yeah. in Jello Because if you've made Jello before... And it's hard to do. It takes a while. And now, how long does Jello take? I mean, it's hours. Well, and it's very creative. Who would think? Who would look at Jello and be like, something belongs? <laughs> something to that. could go. That in would this. be hilarious. Yeah, no, true. That's very true. But the issue that I have with it is that it's just his stapler. I mm. wish it was something that was more personal, like the world's best boss mug. I yes. think I would be more willing to award it some points. So I'm going to say, personally for me, that justification. Uh huh. I'm going to say four shroot bucks. Four. four. I'm just going to give it a four. Low. I'm going to give it a four. What I'm, do you think? I mean, I'm for some reason like six comes to mind. I feel like it's original. It's hard to do. I've tried in real life, but yeah. I, but I gotta give him credit because I feel like he's kind of tr- he's trying it. He went to the to the mug later, but he's like, I'm just gonna try on a stapler. Stapler's a dollar, maybe. Yeah. You know, like who cares? But then like maybe I'm gonna just try to step it up. After each one, I'd give it. I'd probably give it a six. Okay. And yeah, I like it. It has the element of surprise. Who would expect to see? <laughs> I mean, anything that belonged to them in Jello, it's creative. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it was waiting in his desk yeah, for him cool. to discover I is wish actually he reached yeah, in like so without cool. looking, and his hand would have gone right into the Jello. Oh, that would have been even better. Yeah. 
but it comes out so so smoothly oh, like you want it to just look you want to see it yeah. intact and all that beauty i think i agree with six six i, I okay. would go higher than six yeah it's but not five higher seems than six. too low all right yeah. Yeah. so that gives it a total of 16 okay. that's okay that's okay yeah. we're starting oh. starting middle of the like middle of the road middle okay. of the road yeah. a 30 would be a perfect score yeah Sorry. so that's not bad at all so there you go all right so jim puts dwight stapler in jello 16 true bucks yep Beautiful, okay. excellent. Sounds delicious. All right, so the other thing that we love that we that we want to do with uh, each episode is we want to go over to the Dunder Mifflin subreddit. If you're mm-hmm. on Reddit, then you you know how to find it. If you if you don't, then you want to go to Reddit and you want to stop living under a rock. That's and go, true. Go to Reddit. That's true. Get yes. with get with the program, people. Yeah. But uh, we want to go on to the subreddit Dunder Mifflin. There is a huge contingent of Office fans. Hopefully, huge contingent of uh, podcast fans as well. I would hope so, man, because I love this. <clears throat> The subreddit. Yeah, this is one of my favorite subreddits. So we each want to bring a post from the table, or we want we, we each want to bring a post to the table from the subreddit, and uh, kind of decide which one we want to award a Dundee to this week. Yes. And uh, right now, you, if you've never seen the show or you're newer to the show, you might be wondering what the heck is a Dundee. We'll get there, but yeah, we're just going to start it out there. sweet. So we want to we want to give a Dundee to uh, one of the best posts this week from yeah. the Dunder Mifflin subreddit. So who wants to go first? Mine, dude. I I don't want to be that guy, but I think mine's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll I'll show it at any point, but it just fits so much with the world that I live in, and I think it is just so hilarious with. Anyways, so who want, the question is who wants to go first? No, you set yours up. You got to go. Okay, I, I, I don't mind. I'll, I'll start. Okay. I'll start. Okay. Here's the, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take each of these posts and I'm uh, going to put them in the show notes. So if you're listening perfect. right now, you can go to your podcast app. You can look in the show notes. There's links there. You can click on them so you can see what we're looking at. Let's try to describe as best as yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll try our best. Yeah. So, okay, so I was having a hard time because there's a couple that I found that were I thought were really, really good. But I eventually went with, uh, it's it's by a user named RMCL. 10 congrats yes and uh the the title of the post is don't let this happen and so it's basically a it's a photo of a guy who is like starting to to cry some tears yeah on the first panel (laughs) it's a meme so first panel and and in the search in the search (laughs) bar (laughs) in the search bar it says how old is john krasinski yeah and it says 39 yeah and then in the next panel it says how long does tuna live and it says 40 40 years years. and the guy is losing (laughs) his mind weeping so Dude, that okay, is that's funny. A good one. Uh, go. Again, funny. if you have, if this is your first time listening, you may not know that reference, but you there. you will, and it's and this that is that is funny. So he's thirty nine, and Tuna only lives forty years. So the guy is just so distraught. <sighs> that is so <laughs> funny. All right, Adam, what do you have? Oh, my face ID isn't working through my mic. Okay, there we go. So this relates to exactly what I feel like I do with people, and I feel like it's really unfair. <laughs> It's Kevin in this conference room meeting. Yeah. And uh, and it's the episode where they're trying to force him to eat vegetables. I think it's a New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's resolution uh, episode at some point. But and so on Kevin's forehead it says, "My friends, family, and coworkers." So that's Kevin. The broccoli is constant off- office references, and then it's Michael, uh, Michael's hand forcing it into his mouth. It is me, and I think this is it because I feel like before we started working in an office together, I would say them all the time. One of my coworkers would get them, but he wasn't always in the office, and so I felt like I, it was just fell on deaf ears, and like nobody cared, nobody knew. That's funny. So like I just I think That's awesome. that totally fits with what <laughs> with what I do. All right, Andy, what do you have? Okay, first? I chose Creed. That's why I was so sad that he wasn't in there. But you really like Creed, huh? I'm, 
I must. I like this guy. Okay, ready? It's just a picture of Creed with his, like, I don't even care face. And it says, I'm not offended by homosexuality. In the 60s, I made love to many, many women, (laughs) often outdoors, in the mud, and in the rain. And it's possible that a man would have slipped in. How would I know? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Classic, classic Creed line. So I worked for a boss one time. I should, I probably shouldn't tell this story, but this reminds me. Just don't say his name. Oh, never, never. (laughs) But this reminds me of this quote. So we were talking about how crazy our world is now and how people can claim anything and, you know, just there's a lot of inappropriateness happening if you're not careful about when you're around the opposite sex. So he says... I could have groped someone. How would I? <laughs> in the middle of like a prayer meeting. I could have groped someone. I could have groped someone. How would I know? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That is, yeah, that is strange thing to say. Oh, was it with gosh, a lot of people? I, it was like, it was our team. So there was like five people in the room and I think he was doing a prayer meeting. And was he trying to be funny like, or was it innocent? No, he was genuinely thinking like, I could have groped someone. <laughs> like, oh boy. Like, it was awesome. That is weird. <laughs> So there you go. Okay, so who who gets the Dundee? We got to vote. We got to vote. And just say what? You can't vote for yourself? Yeah, oh, my like, gosh. <laughs> there had to have been a better way to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like this is just me talking, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like it needs to go to your post or my post because they were legitimate memes that were created. It wasn't just a quote from that's, Creed. That's true. Oh, yeah. I didn't know the rules. I mean, you just, you guys just make them up as you, we go. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's I don't know. I guess I guess yeah, we had to define that, but yeah, I agree. Wait, so it's, so it's being defined. Now. But see, I just so vote for yours and you vote from for me, here and then she has to just decide. So you decide who, okay, who wins. Fine. <laughs> you because look. you made up the rule last minute. I'm going. Actually, I did like his. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yes. I am going awesome. with Adams. Yes, that's right. And all right. also because I can relate to that. So one time in my old office, I pulled out all of this office trivia. When we were super slow and bored, no one knew anything. I just like started making it up too, not even pulling it from the internet because I'm like, okay, let me make it easier and easier and easier. Nothing. Oh, is that when you started texting so, us? Yeah, that's why I just started sending yeah, you guys the questions. I'm like, okay, you guys are them. no fun. That's right. So, hey, uh, Adam's post is going to get the Dundee. So, everybody go to Reddit. Yep. Get a hold of the user named I declare bankruptcy underscore. <laughs> oh, that's so Perfect. perfect. Yeah. Perfect username. That is so awesome. So uh, go go find the user. Uh, I declare bankruptcy. Give underscore. him a quick hello from us. Yes, and I'll let say him know. hello to him. I'll just let him know that he won a Dundee. Let him know his, he won a Dundee. He has six point four thousand upvotes, so he knows he he knows what really, he's doing. He did really well. Yeah, already. he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So let him know he's won a Dundee. All right. So guys, episode one in the can. That wasn't Good so bad. Team. So hard. That was so hard. I know. I know. Nobody bit on that. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's what she said. Guys, come on. So We're still getting in the groove. We're still getting in the groove. It'll get there. that to you. That was <laughs> you an were. easy one. That's what she said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, we just want to say thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, make sure that wherever you get your podcast, you go and leave us a, uh, a rating there. It really helps out the show. <laughs> Subscribe. Yours was so gross, Adam. <laughs> My rating was gross? No. You, your setup. <laughs> that was so hard. So it was so not obvious enough that you guys didn't get it. it was so so I could have gone even harder. With oh, it. That's what she said. Oh my gosh. Go rate the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you tell a friend. Check us out on social media at 
an office pod. Also check us out on patreon.com slash an office pod. Great way to get exclusive content. More about that coming soon. Your homework for next week. Okay. We have homework. Watch episode two, Diversity Day. Yeah. Which is a banger of an episode. That is right from the get go. So much personal nope. experience from that too. <laughs> no, guys, that didn't work. Oh. I'm gonna be the worst. Andy's <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta force it in there oh, somewhere. I know. That's that's, that's what, what she, she said. said. Okay, yes, I know. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so make sure you go watch episode two, uh, Diversity Day, and uh, tell a friend about the show. That's yeah, that's your homework for the week. Yeah. This is really cool. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> anyway. And until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Adam. I'm Andy. Everybody in the conference room. Here we go. Everybody in there. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, we were just in there. Everybody get okay, out of the Yeah, everybody get out of the conference room. Go home. Do your job. Yep. Bye.